This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And today we are coming at you with a timely... Uh, episode. Uh, so today is October 3rd, 2023. Uh, just to put that out there. Um, and we're talking about what's going on with um, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner and their divorce. It's funny because I had told Samantha before, I was like, we should do not an entertainment topic. Because <laughs> we've done so many entertainment topics. Yeah, but I was like, you know what's going on. We needed to be talking about all these things because it has so many good connections to what we've talked about previously, whether it was just us or talking mm-hmm. with Bridget. Like there's so much about what we're going to go into with like social media and the power of social media now and mm-hmm. like how to turn public opinion because of social media. Yes. And it's changing. And I love this change. Yes, you originally brought this to my attention because I'm sort of out of the loop in a lot of things. So I appreciate when you do uh, give, bring these things to my attention. But a good friend of the show, a good friend of ours, Marissa, also yes. texted and was like, It was quite hey. funny. I think the day that I had said something to you about it, I'm like, we need to do this. Two days yes. later, we got that text and I was like, ah! Of course, she's also, she and I are pretty much on the same wavelength when it comes to like celebrity and social media and interests in general. I'm assuming your TikToks have some differences, but a lot of similarities. <laughs> a lot of similarities, probably. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and it was interesting for me because I don't, I knew nothing about this. Uh, it does touch on a lot of stuff we've talked about. And I, I would say that we're talking more about the PR and the misogyny behind the PR and how, in this case, it backfired, as you say, and how, like, social media, how we've changed uh, in a case like this. And related to that, I would say, yes, you can see the episode that we did with Bridget about some recent high-profile cases of celebrity couples breaking up. Um, our episode on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp came up a lot. I mean, the episode didn't, but the topic came up a lot <laughs> in, in this research. 
And then Britney Spears, the one we did about Britney Spears and 90s misogyny uh, came up a lot. So it does connect to quite a bit, which is why (laughs) we're going to talk about it. Um, So if you're like me and you really don't know what's going on, didn't know what was going on, here's a very brief history. In September of this year, 2023, Joe Jonas filed for divorce from actress Sophie Turner after four years of marriage, which she apparently found out about after an argument they had. And she found out about it via social media, though Jonas's people deny this. The filing claimed that their marriage was irretrievably broken. Um, And because they are very public figures, all of these theories started flying about why they were splitting. So... They met in 2016 when, according to Rolling Stone, Jonas slid into Turner's DMs. Ah, see how far I've come? Um, She was 19 at the time. I think there's a seven-year age gap between them, so he's seven years older, something like that. And they made their relationship Instagram official on New Year's Day 2017. They adopted a dog together in September and then announced that they were engaged in October of 2017. They got married in Vegas in May 2019. I think it was a part of the Billboard Awards. Um, And then again at something more extravagant in France in June 2019. They had their first child in 2021 and their second in 2022. But okay, so soon after the filing of the divorce, the couple posted a joint statement on Instagram that read, After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly this is a united decision. And we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. Soon after that, Jonas alluded to the divorce at a Jonas Brothers show before singing a song that was inspired by Turner. Basically, he was like, if you didn't hear it from these lips, it's not true. More about that later. Soon after that, Turner had a girls' night out with Taylor Swift. I did not know that Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas had dated and he broke up with her for a 27-second phone call. Yeah, that was real infamous. (laughs) I did not know about this. He has several songs about him, including talking about how he plays the nice guy and has to be Mr. Always Right. Oh, my gosh. I'm learning so much. Uh, (laughs) So, on September 21st, Turner sued Jonas, asking that their children be returned to their uh, permanent residence in England and alleging that they had been, quote, wrongfully removed or wrongfully detained. Um, Jonas refuses to return the passports to Turner and refuses to send the children home to England. The lawsuit also claimed that the pair had agreed to spend some time with the children in the U.S. so Jonas could spend some time with them while he was on tour because he had, quote, periods of the day to spend time with the children. Okay, so less than a week later, via the Rolling Stone, quote, the mother and father are prohibited from removing their two children, WRJ, born in 2020, and DMJ, born in 2022, collectively the children, or causing the children to be removed from the jurisdictions of the United States District Courts for the Southern and Eastern Districts of New York, pending further order of this court. The interim consent order reads, Through the order, the court retains the authority to, quote, take or cause to be taken measures under federal or state law as appropriate to protect the well-being of the child involved or to prevent the child's further removal or concealment before the final disposition of the petition. So... There's actually a lot of, like, 
law stuff that's happening here. Because uh, originally the divorce filing was in Miami, and that was part of what this lawsuit that Turner filed was saying was that that doesn't make sense because we had all these other things and she sort of bought the receipts in terms of what he had said in uh, their living situation. But I'm not going to go too much into that. But just just to say it is messy. Jonas's camp released this statement. His wish is that Sophie reconsider her harsh legal position and move forward in a more constructive and private manner. His only concern is the well-being of his children. Which is funny. Uh, (laughs) I know we're going to go into it in a minute because the only things for the longest time that have been noted have always all been for like Joe, Jonas being the good guy, all these things. It's interesting like how quickly things came out, but all about Joe being this person and that person. Immediately we see pictures of him. With the kids, yeah. as if that's all all he cares about, and you're like, wait, and this whole like idea that S- Sophie just doesn't care when in actuality mm-hmm. she has started to act again after a long period of hiatus mm-hmm. uh, from that because she did have children, mm-hmm. she was being there with the uh, uh, kids, but it's, it's it's interesting. It is interesting, and it's also interesting because we are going to talk about this too. He's the one, his team at least, is the one that's releasing all of this stuff. So for him to be Has that be been confirmed, like, though? I don't know if that's been confirmed. That's the like that's being what's being alleged. Because like TMZ's being overly respectful when they're never disrespectful. Mm. So they're alleging that that that's, it is from his team. But no one really knows for sure. Right. But there's nothing she has said. She has released the right. one statement with right. him. Joint statement. There's a couple of things that they think maybe because uh, I think we're going to get into that the ring video, mm-hmm. the ring cam video. Mm-hmm. But like literally someone was like, there's nothing being said except for she just kind of trash talked him for a minute. And who doesn't trash talk their partner a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I give big eyes. <laughs> but yeah, like there's a lot like that might be from the camp. And then her just hanging out with Taylor Swift alone. Mm-hmm. That is quite a scandal. <laughs> like, she was just at a football game with Taylor Swift mm-hmm. uh, this weekend, and, and a lot of people, and Ryan Reynolds, and <laughs> all of them were there. All of the Swifty games were there. But it's just like, everybody took that as a, like a battle, essentially. Mm. I mean, it's a move. But she hasn't, like, she, for him to say, like, yeah, I wish they would not keep saying these statements. It's like, right. She hasn't. The only thing she's really done is through legal... Uh, and again, that has right. to do with, and and yeah, just just when it comes to international, oh, that's a whole other bridge. Uh, and yeah. it conveniently, he was smart, and I hate to say this as a strategy that he waited to file uh, while he was in the U.S. with the kids because mm-hmm. like they do have. I'm guessing they do have dual citizenship. I couldn't imagine Sophie not I, like I know them <laughs> not going ahead forward with that, uh, giving them a dual citizenship. So that that. It does lean towards an American standard mm-hmm. versus uh, a UK standard, which would have been both of them are very maternal. We've talked about this yeah. like when it comes to who they side with, but they're going to work with who remains where mm-hmm. first. So they're going to try to keep them in state. So it's, it's a whole move he did. It is. 
This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I think you touched on a point that I do want to like really make clear. We don't know them. We don't know right. celebrities. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I don't friends know with them. them. I would no. love to be friends with Sophie. She seems very cool. <laughs> she does. <laughs> but we don't know them. But I, I think that's more what I wanted to talk about what you were saying when you first suggested this is the PR spin of it mm-hmm. and the change in the reaction of it. Because right. it really did backfire um, yes. from Joe Jonas's side where it once would have worked really, really well. Uh, to the right. point, like... It did for a while. Yeah. Yes. And, and to the point, though, like, when I mentioned earlier when he said, like, if you didn't hear it from my lips, it's not true, that was because it had backfired so badly. Right. And he was trying to be like, that's not me. Which right. I don't know, but he tried that's this what before. he was trying to do. <laughs> he tried mm. this before with uh, Demi Lovato. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's dated a lot of women. Yeah, I didn't know. that's why. So kind of this whole, like... Selena Gomez and Demi and Taylor like has everything to do with has something to do with like Joe Jonas. It's the whole thing. He caused a lot of drama. (laughs) Wow. I I didn't know. I didn't know. (laughs) Um, But yes, let us talk about this PR stuff. So that is one of the big reasons we wanted to talk about it because the court of public opinion when we're looking at celebrities, it can feel very superficial. I've said before many times I feel odd talking about it, but it is important in, in terms it shows kind of the societal, where we are when we're thinking about certain tropes or certain stereotypes or certain things. And in this case, very gendered, how we feel about women and and how the role women play in relationships 
And this did show that at least somewhat, it has changed. <laughs> Even if the PR camp behind this whole thing apparently did not think so. And that's, it's interesting because when big celebrities get divorced, there is this like, the PR spin of how do we make them look good? So there's a lot of thought behind it. There's a lot of calculation behind it. And the calculation behind this one was apparently, let's make Sophie Turner look like she's a bad mom. So when TMZ first reported the couple was going to divorce, they included quotes from anonymous sources claiming Jonas was taking care of their children, quote, pretty much all of the time while he was touring. A source with direct knowledge said, she likes the party, he likes to stay at home. Several publications took this quote and amplified it, publishing stories with it coupled with images of her dancing or drinking. The Daily Mail published a story that read she had partied without a care in the world just days before Joe Jonas' divorce at a rap party for a show she had just finished filming in the UK. There were also rumors uh, that Jonas had uh, seen something, as you had alluded to, Samantha, via ring camera that led to the divorce, implying cheating or bad parenting, but nothing ever came of it. It was just like, right. believe it. <laughs> right. Literally, and supposedly it was from his own camp that said she just badmouthed them. Uh, essentially, they were not in a good place, and it's been a minute since they were not in a good place, which is also why I'm like, he calculated everything to try to make her the, the, the evil mom who doesn't care about kids, which could have worked had we not all seen, like, the pandemic videos of her saying, I'd rather stay home, Joe wants mm -hmm. to go out. And it's, like, you could tell it was a like a moment of contention between the two of them. She's like, yeah, I'd just rather be here. And they're joking like that. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, this doesn't make any sense, which I know we're going to come back to. But yeah, on top of that, uh, the fact that she has been working so hard, she has been working so hard to keep identity, the identity of the children away from the public eye. And he just openly, like, to his credit, I guess he bargained. And again, this is assumptions. And like, this has not been verified. To, to hide the faces of the children during mm -hmm. some of these pictures. But the fact that it was published in the first place is suspect. Yeah, yeah, we are going to talk about that because there aren't pictures of them. That has been very important. In fact... We don't know uh, their names, I Yeah, think. until recently, until this, we mm -hmm. didn't know their names. And so the fact that this picture came out, like, soon after he announced this is very, like, Mm, that's calculated. Uh, right, right. Again, <laughs> yes. like, you can tell this was a bargaining situation of like, yeah, you can have the kids while I'm filming because it's a whole lot. So go ahead and do that. And then he did all the things while she was gone, which is supposedly his MO. This is the third relationship that's opened up about how he does this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, again, is news to me. But yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so here's a quote from Vogue. And this was quoting a source. They have very different lifestyles, a source told TMZ. It's an interesting strategy to lightly tinker on keys of absent motherhood, broadly painting Turner's alleged over-partying as a hindrance to fully serving the domestic needs of her family. From an outsider's point of view, Team Jonas is throwing a careless mother narrative at proceedings and seeing if it sticks, sowing seeds of his wife being a less-than-gold-star parent. Nobody is saying out loud she's subpar. It's just heavily heavily insinuated, that her liking to go out clashes with his homebody status. It's very read between the lines. Please, she is not mothering at an acceptable standard. 
And then from ABC, multiple tabloids, including TMZ and the Daily Mail, cited anonymous sources characterizing Turner as a partygoer who felt trapped in her marriage and wanted to live out her youth. Meanwhile, Jonas was painted as a dutiful father, solely caring for their two young children, even as his family band, the Jonas Brothers, is on tour. So that was her the early take that mm-hmm. was happening. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> not long after these misogynistic takes had been published, a lot of other publications and a lot of people on social media called it out. Um, Whereas once a lot of us would have just kind of nodded along and accepted the narrative, um, they called out how he he was trying to paint her as a bad mom when he never said anything previously about it. It had never been an issue before. Soothing TikTokers even found a video uh, they made together where they said she was the homebody of the relationship And there's a clip from Conan O'Brien where she said he, she was the introvert, he was the social butterfly, and quote, I struggled to lock him down and just spend time with me. Right. Yeah, that was 2020, I think she said Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. It's all suspect. (laughs) It's a little suspect. (laughs) Of course, like a big turn of phrase, of course, it's that she's the queen of the north. Yes. I love those memes. Yeah, I could have. That's supposed to be like for her. I mean, I know this is an amazingly like traumatic moment for her. So many bad things. This is her first big relationship. It was published. You know, she has two kids at a really young age. Like she settled mm-hmm. down very young. Um, there's a lot of like I remember thinking when they were dating, I was like, they're cute, but hmm. Mm-hmm. How quickly he jumped on her when she turned "quote unquote" legal, which is still gross to me. Yeah. And, but like, if they are consenting adults and seem happy, whatever, whatnot, to that level, like I've seen worse age gaps. Hello, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> but like to see that you have all of these like clips where you are a powerhouse woman and that being used in your defense by fans—that's gotta be empowering in itself, right? Right, right. I saw a lot of. Like, she bought the receipts. Like, the fans bought the receipts. They're like, ready. you can't pull this anymore. Look, we have proof. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think ever since we've watched all the fall aparts, and, you know, even with, like, the Brad Pitt, um, Angelina Jolie, when mm. it first began, really painted her as, like, a witch and, like, overprotective, yep. made of lies. And then you turned and see, oh, he got charged by people for domestic violence. None of his kids want anything to do with him. All of these things are really gross. And people are slowly, like, Sorry, Angelina. Yeah. Those people were still bitter about the Jennifer Aniston thing, but that's a whole different conversation. It is. But, you know, since then, yeah. things have started to turn, as well as, like, the Britney Spears recent divorce. He tried to paint her. He tried to use the old tactics, and people are not buying it as much. No. Mm-mm. No, they're not. And that did come up a lot in, in this about the comparison of what happened with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake to what's happening now, but also, like, that he apologized in 2021. Right. Um, Barely. Yeah, like, very barely. (laughs) Very barely. After he got called out so many times Uh, for all the things that he's done because he kept making statements. Yep, sure did. Um, But it it does seem like things have changed at least a little bit. Um, So Sunny Hostin... Hostin at The View called out this narrative. She said, what I don't like about the spin lately is that he's taking care of the kids. I'm sorry. Is this immaculate conception? They're his freaking kids, too. So what? He's taking care of the kids. Does he get a gold star? 
And then another uh, host on the show said, at the end of the day, we don't know what's going on between them or what's happening. Sarah Haynes replied, I think the spin of this that bothers me is she's working. He is working. These weren't new careers. They met on these terms. She's at a rap party for a show she did. We have rap parties here. You celebrate the end. Really fun. So that isn't just a bar that she's out hanging out at. She happens to be with her colleagues at a bar celebrating the end of a series. We don't know if the other times the kids are with her or if she can have the kids with her. And, you know, there was actually, speaking of the TikTok videos, and mm-hmm. I love that I'm going into this over the fact that we're actually talking about the misogynist. I'm like, let me tell you the gossip. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you the gossip. Okay. Essentially, there was a dude in one of the pictures with Sophie, um, and like where she's holding a drink and like that was what they posted. Like she's flirting with men. Like that was the implication. Mm-hmm. She's flirting with other men and there are these things. And he's he comes out. He's like, nah, she's not my interest. First of all, that's the first time I ever met her. By the way, she only had two or three, two drinks at most. She was never intoxicated at any point in time. You could tell she was there to congratulate everybody. There was nothing. He's like, I barely talked to this woman. But y'all want to. But people want to try to make this a bad thing. I wasn't there with her. I barely talked to her. Like, we got a picture. Like, he was doing this whole thing where he got mad because he kind of got wrapped up into being accused of, like, flirting with her or her flirting with him, Mm -hmm. which was not the case at all. So that entire thing was like, people from the rap party are like, what are you doing, dude? This was literally a job. Like, we had to do this as part of our job. Of course, it's nice to be... You and I have gone to many a meetings, Annie, yeah. where we sit and drink and just like it's a together thing, but it's also a work thing where we can actually celebrate or talk through anything that had we had issues with or whatever. So I'm like, wow, they really did try to change this thing and no one was going to say a word. Right. And I mean, that's the thing. It is like a celebratory thing. And it is a work thing. Like it can be strange to think of it that way. But a lot of times for a lot of us, you do have these parties you go to, like the holiday party at the end of the year that maybe you don't want to go to, but it's important for work that you go to. Like, it's a thing. (laughs) And again, like, I love that we're talking about these celebrities as if a majority, if not all celebrities and people who have enough wealth don't have nannies. Mm-hmm. And most of them have live-in nannies. So, mm-hmm. like, pretending like there would be nobody to care for them is kind of like an odd, like... Right. I thought that, too. I was like, I'm sure <laughs> someone is taking like, care of these kids. That's not a thing. Like, <laughs> like, we saw a nanny with Joe Jonas. He, how, how come he couldn't handle two kids by himself? Yeah, right? I mean, come on. Come on. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's a quote from Glamour. Given all the tabloid drama against her, I wouldn't have been surprised to learn that women and the internet were collectively turning on Turner, calling her a bad mom, a party girl, or worse. Instead, a strange and beautiful thing has been happening. People, especially women, have seen through the attacks and rallied around Turner in droves in her comments on Instagram and elsewhere online. You know, I think there's a big part in which enough women have gone through a divorce Enough people have seen the ugliness of divorce and Mm -hmm. enough people have seen it on like social media too much of them calling people out what it was that women are like, eh, people in general are like, "Mm, do we really think this? This is working. This is going a little too hard. And that was the other part. It's like, you're trying too hard. What are you covering up, bruh? Yeah. That's a a lot of the things I read, which I'm sure you saw because they were mostly from TikTok, but they were PR experts who were saying like, Silence was more powerful in this case. He should have just not said anything. And then who knows what would have happened. I think like if he had just left it alone with they're going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. And the amicable thing. And then maybe even like saying, you know, some issues have arisen. There was a video. 
if he had left that alone instead of saying she's gone partying, she's done this, you're right. I'm like they're like, you're, you protest too much. <laughs> In the words of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, that's not it. That's not the quote. But I, I, I put my quote. We got it. We got it. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. I did find it really interesting that a lot of people rallied around her and pointed out that she had been so young. So a lot of people, it really resonated with a lot of women or mothers um, that Turner is somehow doing something wrong by having a life that occasionally takes her away from her children. And they really understood that feeling of being judged for that. So a lot of the comments reflected that. But here are some examples. Um, Enjoy the rest of your 20s and start a new chapter knowing you gave love a go. All the best to you and your kids, Sophie. Wrote somebody on Instagram. Another one. I'm sorry that such a sensitive personal matter of yours is so public. I hope you can attempt resilience and find solace in the fact that women are so much more than their mother title. And a lot of us moms and women alike sympathize with you against nasty narratives being pushed. I really hope you're doing okay. Um. <laughs> you know, like... There's this kind of that conversation in general when it comes to men who want to have children and they feel like they can suck to settle. And so therefore they go for younger women who can who are in prime mm. <laughs> childbirth giving times, I guess, which is a whole different conversation. Uh-huh. But like, you know, uh, Chris Evans is a great example right now who everybody was like, oh, my God, he's finally, you know, settling down. And it's a pretty young woman. Um, and, and his whole reasoning for settling down is like, I want to start a family. Mm-hmm. But he got, like, just like the people tell you, that like, he got through most of his, like, uh, angsty 20s and 30s doing whatever the f*** he wanted. Right. And now here he is picking the young wife who, 
I'm not saying they're not in love. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with any of the relationship. Because, again, we've seen problematic things. I'll go with Henry Cavill as one that mm-hmm. uh, have decided to go with really super young women because he wouldn't want them to be tainted mm-hmm. by the industry. It's like, quote unquote, which is real gross. Yep. But <laughs> um, but all of that to say is like there's this kind of narrative which is really uh, ableist and sexist in that ideal. And we are all accept it. Like we all are like, yeah, that makes sense. Like no wonder he, this 45 year old man is marrying this 25 year old woman because he wants a family now. Of course, yeah. he's not going to date someone his age now because the likelihood of them having children is dangerous and all these things. But this conversation kind of leads into, yeah, you're stealing the prime of their lives, essentially, but you didn't have to uh, sacrifice yours. So mm-hmm. there's this whole narrative that has been a constant. And I think that's just in general, like all of misogynistic life, patriarchal standing that we don't talk enough about. And again, biology is whatever, whatever, whatnot. People my age are having children and are healthy and all these things. But it's just this level of sexist patriarchal idea that this is the only way to go and Mm -hmm. not realizing yeah this like sophie turner is 27 and has had children i'm sure she loves her children doesn't regret that for her a thing all of those things any of those things again don't know these people but there is that comment of like yeah you didn't get to explore your life Mm -hmm. uh beyond this like you just jumped into this to this and I will say for my mother, who did the exact same thing, did, definitely didn't even have almost a childhood. Uh, she has these comments where she re- doesn't resent us, her kids necessarily, but she has moments of like, I missed out and tries yeah. to live through her children. And there's a lot of trauma in that as well. But we mm-hmm. don't have that conversation enough about like, mm, mm, what is this really? Yeah. And a lot of people pointed that out. They They were like, what? What was he expecting? That she would just settle? Like, <laughs> like she does not. She's not doing anything except for working. I know. Oh my gosh, I know. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about this more in a second. Um, <laughs> so I would love to come back and do a whole episode on this because I did go kind of on a, a rabbit hole excursion of like learning about PR, the PR mm. celebrity machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when experts, when it comes to that, uh, say that anonymous sources are often the person themselves or someone paid to speak on their behalf. So always kind of look out for that. And then, yes, as you mentioned, on top of that, days after the divorce announcement, Jonas was photographed having lunch with their two daughters, um, something that is often called a pap walk or a planted, which is essentially a planned or staged paparazzi moment which uh, was particularly galling for a lot of folks, given Turner's comments to LUK in 2022. My daughter never asked for any of this. I know what it can do to your mental health to be in this industry and to be photographed every day and have the comments. She is not very active on social media because she has said that this is harmful for her mental health. And yeah, they've their kids just have not been in the limelight. They have not had their pictures taken. So this was a very like, Aber- it was different. It was outside right. of the norm. Right. Again, the, the like people, a lot of TikTok PR people are like, they don't typically blur out photos. So mm-hmm. there's some level of take, give and take mm-hmm. in this in this conversation. Yeah. How disrespectful. Mm-hmm. How disrespectful. Because that is a, like, we know so many bad things. Like we've even had that conversation with Bridget about uh, children getting on social media too early and then their lives being ruined. And I can't imagine, we can, we've seen many young uh, children of celebrities who've been really, really put through the ringer 
because of them being released too soon. And even yeah. those who try to hide until like uh, I know Michael Jackson's daughter forever was not on there. And then all of a sudden she was and she was getting reamed. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we did do that episode on Bridget and it wasn't necessarily on celebrity children, but on like mom fluencers yeah. and the damage. Using their children. Yeah, exactly. So this does play into a lot of things we have talked about. Also, one is the bad girl trope for young women. We did talk about that with Britney Spears and a lot of women from the 90s that the media and a lot of just as a society really reamed, uh, raked over the coals. Um, so it's just essentially like you get this kind of young, sexy woman and then she rises up to a point and then you destroy her. She's the bad girl. She, she ruined Justin Timberlake's life or whatever it is. So there was that kind of thing that they were trying to do with Sophie Turner. I she, forgot about Ashley Green. Yeah. With jo- Jonas. <laughs> like, he blamed her for losing his virginity. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, like, got I am pretty, learning a lot. Like, <laughs> like, got her pretty, like, was scathing. But, yeah, he lost. God, he loves blaming women, it seems. Or his camp has taught him to do yeah. that or doing it for him. I don't know which is worse, but like these are <laughs> habitual. It's a man. pattern. It's habitual. a pattern. Because anyway, <laughs> when you were talking about the bad girl ruining people, yeah, that was kind of narr- that narrative. Yeah, and he has really played into that. We are going to talk about that in a second. Um, here are a couple of uh, quotes, tweets about this. So, Bro really thought he could run the 90s Justin Timberlake misogyny in the press playbook on the mother of his children and not get called out in 2023. And that was a viral tweet with over 600,000 views that I got from CNN. Um, Here's another from the Washington Post. I think I'm supposed to gather from all the carefully placed headlines that she's a partier and thus a bad mom. While he is the hero dad making sacrifices, Jezebel's former editor-in-chief Laura Bassett wrote in a viral post on X, formerly Twitter, But no one seems to question why he, at 30, decided to marry a 23-year-old and thought she'd suddenly turn into a trad wife. Going back to your point. Um, Here's another. The media's focus on Turner's parenting and purported nightlife interests show how the archetypal roles of mothers is far more entrenched in society than the role of the father, said Sarah Peterson, a writer and author of Monfluenced, inside the maddening, picture-perfect world of mommy-influenced culture. We still presume a good mother to adhere to mid-century gender norms, and we will accept pretty much anything from a father, she said. Like, even if she does like to party, that has nothing to do with her ability to care for a child, make a child feel safe and secure and loved, and provide for a child. It has absolutely nothing to do with her mothering capabilities, Peterson added. Nor does the assertion that Jonas is a homebody have anything to do with his capabilities as a parent. So I felt like this was important to point out because, again, the evidence that we have seems to suggest she doesn't, like, party too hard. But even if she likes to party, there's nothing wrong with that. Like like Bridget said when we had her on, moms deserve to party too. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, yeah, let's let's enjoy being an adult. Do what you want if you can. And yeah, if you can afford uh, childcare, that's even more beautiful. Wonderful. You do you. But don't, yeah, don't put your children in harm's way. How about that? Right. Like, there are ways to responsibly party (laughs) for you and your kids. Party responsibly. (laughs) Party responsibly. But this kind of goes back to what you were saying about Joe Jonas, because he's been, his camp has been really leaning into his, quote, wife guy persona. This, like, homebody, I'm a good, like, husband dude. Um, <laughs> husband dude yeah um and she she's out partying while i'm here with these kids 
Um, as I said, she has released, so we Turner has released one statement. It was a joint statement with him. Um, and that could have been it. They could have just, the Jonas camp could have just stuck with that too, but they didn't. And that's sort of where this all went wrong. <laughs> Here's a quote. Uh, Using sources is ugly and people now see through it. While court papers are on record and are clearly attributed, audiences know who is filing them, a longtime celebrity news editor tells Axios. Turner came out point blank with legal documents and statements that say who, what, where, and why. She's not pretending to hide behind sources. Uh, and yeah, she you can read them. She did release all these court documents that prove that the pair was looking for a permanent residence in the UK three months before their divorce. It's actually kind of sad because they were very sweet. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, she was not. She she did. She had the proof. Um, mm-hmm. He allegedly did not provide her support when she was struggling with depression after the birth of their second child and pressured her to go to events with him. And it, yeah, it's not, this has not gone well for him. Uh, from Axios, there were 53,110 articles written about Jonas in the past month per Ruck data, and Turner gained over 150,000 Instagram followers in a month after this. So yeah, uh, it is interesting because I, I would have expected people would have just turned on her. Um, right. But that's not... What has happened? (laughs) And I'm glad. I'm glad to see the narrative changing. I hate that that this is going to be so awful for the two of them to experience. He kind of laid that foundation out. The reasoning makes no sense. There honestly didn't need to be. They're very private majority of the time. So it doesn't even make sense. Of course, there's also supposed uh, information that the brothers, Kevin and Nick, have been encouraging him to divorce her. Mm. And then the, the ring cam fo- cam <laughs> video was the final straw. Mm-hmm. Again, just apparently talking trash about him, which I'm like, if she's not talking trash about the kids, she's not having an affair. She's not, you know, like. <laughs> right. And I did. I did read a whole thing. I didn't include it in here because I really don't know enough about it. But I did read a whole thing about like um, the Jonas Brothers, kind of their brand. and. Uh, Kind of uh, like her not fitting into their brand. Right. So, I mean, that might be uh, very, very true. Uh, in like this whole, I'm not really sure what the brand would be. Well, it's it's like a fan. Well, that I guess they were more saying she didn't, it's not that she didn't fit in, but that if they were going to divorce, they needed to prove that he was a family man. I think that was more oh, what they were saying. Okay. okay. And that's supposed to be what it was. I, that's what I read that they were trying to prove. Because that's sort of their wholesome family nostalgic brand. Like, look Got at how wholesome it. family I am. I the only one who could really say that would be Kevin, the oldest brother. <laughs> okay. But because I think he has a, I'm not saying it's easy, but like, she's not famous. So, mm-hmm. like, they are able to stay out of the limelight. Also, he's the least liked of the three, I think, least popular. So they stay out of the limelight a little more than the other two. I see. Okay. <laughs> I could be wrong. You always oh, have to have that one. Know. Hanson Brothers had it too. Umbap. I Oh, Abidibap. yeah. I, I do. <laughs> I actually don't know any Jonas Brothers songs, so I can't. <laughs> I, I like this. Thank you. Um, All right, I'm done now. I will, I'll end with this. 
I don't want to go into it too much, but I did read a whole thing that was about like, it's really good that we as uh, consumers of media have become much more skeptical and become much more like, wait, what is the PR reason behind this? What is, what is the, the, what are they trying to get from me out of mm-hmm. this or make me believe out of this? But it does have negatives, um, which is mostly that we don't trust anything anymore, uh, which is fair, I would say, in some cases. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. It was an interesting article about it. Uh, but it was also about like how we, stories about how, I don't know, the, how dramatic their divorces are going to get more traction than like the actual right. truth. So it's sort of like not a healthy media system. TMZ jumped on it so quickly. Right. Yeah. Who has probably become the trashiest of all tabloids uh, and really disrespectful <laughs> of all tabloids. Yeah. And I was thinking about this earlier, has led to some death. <laughs> um, yeah, we know that UK is not nice either <laughs> when it comes to the no. tabloids, but like the, the announcing of Kobe Bryant's death before like family members could know was so mm-hmm. disrespectful. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't like Kobe Bryant necessarily. I'm not necessarily a fan. Death is so sad, but I mean, mm-hmm. I also remember that he's had, he's a problematic, he was a problematic man as well. Um, and it, But the, his death was a tragedy. His daughter's death was a tragedy and the way they spread that news was so gross Mm -hmm. like it it, that's but that's the type of people that's the type of publication they are and i think it says a lot yeah it does so i guess always keep that in mind too and people who align with them are not great just saying joe jones (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny because i read so many tweets that were coming from like my perspective they're like i literally didn't care about the guy and now i don't like him (laughs) It was nothing to me. And then you're like, oh, yeah, definitely dead to me. Okay. I guess. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know your music. I don't listen to your music, but I don't like you. I don't like you anymore. This this didn't even happen for me or for you. We could have avoided the whole thing. thing. You've just been non-existent to me. But here you are. (laughs) Here you are. And now we're doing a podcast. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think it was it was worth talking about. So I'm yes. glad you put it on my radar. Thanks, Marissa, as always, for chiming in. Uh, and yeah, listeners, if you have any thoughts about this, again, this is a really timely one. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but you can let us know. You can email us at stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram or TikTok at Stuff One Ever Told You. We have a tea Public store and we have a book that you can get at stuffyoushouldreadbooks.com. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. 
Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 